Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to After the Fact. Good evening and welcome to After the Fact, the weekly trivia quiz game here on Clamaris Community Radio. I'm John Nolan, your host, and thank you for joining me this evening, where six quizzers will take on another set of questions tonight, all something to do with the letter K. So let's go and meet the teams that are taking part tonight. We're going to start with having a say hello to the blue team tonight, and welcome back, Mr. Dan O'Malley. How are you, Dan? Hi, John. How's things? Good, Dan. How are you feeling tonight? Well... I suppose in fighting spirits, the Blues have had a rough time the last few weeks, so we got to get uh, got to get some points on the board before the end of the season. Yes, uh, he speaks. Uh, look at the form table; says that the Reds have won four out of the last five nights. Not that we're going to believe in past performance being indicative of future, but uh, best of luck to you and the Blues. You're coming to live from Moe's Tavern tonight, which I'm quite fond I am of. Indeed. That, that uh, your teammate, uh, you were together previous time you were on, and you won that night. And uh, it's Mr. Frank Tobin. Good evening, Frank. Good evening, John. How are you? I'm doing good, Frank. How are you keeping? Good. Taking a break from some studying. This is my only break today. So this is light relief from study tonight. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> well, I'm glad that someone's going to enjoy the show anyway. That's nice. <laughs> and uh, your teammate, yes, we've got the band back together. The same three gentlemen that were here in episode five. Mr. Patrick Carthy is back for the second week in a row. How are you, Patrick? Good evening, John. Hey, thanks. And uh, you're looking for redemption, Patrick, straight away, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> after being on a very rare defeat last week so uh, uh yeah how are you feeling about that i don't know it's good to be back on it's, it's unusual he's like I, don't know, I had to try that feeling once or twice just to see what it's like to actually lose <laughs> <laughs> but anyway best of luck blue team let's go across and meet the reds uh, back for his second and he didn't expect to be but he's back on it's mr bob cox hello bob how are you how's it going uh, why did you think you wouldn't be back on again bob do you think you wouldn't get the call no, I just didn't. I thought you had more than you oversubscribed your amount of people, and then they, they, the thread kept going, and more people were adding. I just didn't think that, uh, you know, you needed the likes of me, the, you know, the, the, the room meet to fill in your uh, slots. Bob, uh, you are really underselling yourself there, you know. And uh, previous night you were on, it was a very tight show and a very good performance there, and you were unlucky to come out on the uh, losing end of it. So, I'm very unlucky. I have very little to do with the good performance part of it, though. <laughs> Well, you did some great insulting, you know, which was... Well, yeah, I, I'm good on the DB and on the, on the extras. I think that's where I, I really shine. <laughs> All right, best of luck to you tonight. Uh, you're joined live from Galway by Mr. Dave Finn. He's back. Hey, Dave. Good afternoon. Good evening, everybody. Uh, good to be on the same side for in the first time in about 20 years with Bob. Very rarely on the same side of things in anything, but... Uh... <laughs> It's good to get the bands back together. It's like it we're back in the college debating society. I have a feeling. Yeah, self sabotaging each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Objection! Yeah, objection! Yeah. He's incorrect there. Point of order. Right. Uh, with best of luck, Dave. And your teammate is another David, and he's back for his second appearance on the show. It's my neighbour, Mr. David Klein. Good evening, David. Hi, John. How are you? I'm good. How are you keeping tonight? Not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah, uh, you were, you were here. Fine down here. You were here the first episode of the series, David. Yeah, the A. And uh, your team that night can claim pipped. Last, last question, the highest losing score of the uh, year uh, so far. 24 points and not good enough to win, unfortunately, that night. Yeah. But still, you have 24 points under your belt, so that's, good, that's a good sign. Well, that's, that's good, team. Yeah. Okay, well, best of luck, everybody. Uh, let's go and meet the final member of our team. It is, of course, our robot scorekeeper, Clancy. Good evening, Clancy. Good evening, everyone. Soren Kierkegaard said life can only be understood backwards, which is how I feel being stuck here doing this job every week. Okay. Obviously, Clancy was reading the K volume of the encyclopedia today. All right, let's get on with the show. We start off, as always, with round one. This is our multiple choice round. In this round, each player will get asked a question with three potential answers. If they give me the right answer on their own, they get two points for their side. They can confer if they choose, that's fine, but they'll only be playing for one point then. If they get it wrong, no matter when, on their own or as a team, it will get offered to cross to the side who will get the remaining two options and can confer and get one point bonus. 
Uh, it's an odd numbered show. We're starting with the reds, therefore. And Bob, you are first in terms of first names and alphabets. So you're up. The flag of which nation features six white stars in an arc above a golden map of the country, and that's all on a blue field? Which country is that? Is it A, Kuwait, B, Kosovo, or C, Kiribati? The blue field, six white stars over a golden map of the country. Correct. It's not Kuwait. Uh, Kiribati, and what's the other one? Kosovo. I don't think it's Kosovo. I think it's Kiribati, but I'm not certain. So what are you going to do, Bob? Well, I think that one point is better than no points right. if I'm wrong. So I'm going to play conservatively and open it to the two Daves. Okay. Conferring time, Daves. Anybody? Um, I can I'm struggling. I just realized I, I don't know of, of Kosovo. And when you started the question, I was about to say Kazakhstan. So, uh, yeah, so that, that came as a slight bolt from the blue. Also not included in the question, so that's, that's ruled that one out. Five, I think the five stars is very much something that's associated with Islam. So, so there's six, which, which Six stars, which would be Kosovo. But again, I cannot picture either flag in my head. Okay, well. Neither, neither are huge, have a huge record in international football. <laughs> True. If football is going to be your guide, I suppose Kiribati, well, you'll struggle to know what the Kiribati flag yeah. Okay, I need to push you guys for an answer, please. I would have, I would have said Kosovo. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm edging towards Kosovo, but like I say... I'm I was, happy to go with what you guys think. Yeah. Like I said, I thought Kazakhstan, so... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here we go. Kosovo. Kosovo no. is correct for one point. Mm. Well, if I look up that flag now... <laughs> <laughs> one point for you there. Uh, red team, right? Now, Kosovo got the blues, and Dan, you're up first. The KGB was the secret police force that was the main security agency for the Soviet Union from 1954 until 1991. What did the letters stand for? Obviously, I mean, translated into English. I'm not going to ask you to tell me the Russian words involved. A, the Committee for State Security. B, the Agency for the Prevention of Delinquency. Or C, the Central Intelligence Directorate. Hmm... Would you mind giving me those three again, John? Sure thing. We've got the A is the Committee for State Security. B, the Agency for the Prevention of Delinquency. Or C, the Central Intelligence Directorate. Now, I'm not certain on this by any means whatsoever. And I'm also looking at my teammates' faces for any sign that (laughs) they might know it. Um, Any flicker of recognition. The word agency rings a bell. So I'd be inclined if I was here by myself to go for the first one. Do I risk the two points, though? The first mm-hmm. one is the Committee for State Security. Okay. Committee for State Security. And give me the other two again. Apologies for keeping asking. Agency for Prevention of Delinquency or Central Intelligence Directorate. No, actually, it's the first one that's, uh, that's ringing bells. Yeah, I'm not seeing any kind of happy looks on my teammates' faces. So <laughs> I think the kind of debate I'm having with myself, I would just be having three ways. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to, you can just uh, give it a punt. Right. I will go for the first one. The Committee for State Security. Yes. And it's ringing bells for you. It is ringing bells for you. more. Two bells there. Well done, Dan. Yes. It was in Russian. Komitet Gusudartsenvoy Bezo Pajnashti. But you knew that, I'm sure. Okay. Cross. Oh, now I do. Oh, <laughs> Back over we go. Dave Finn, you're up next. Similar question in its own way. Here we go. Founded in 1919, KLM, the flag carrier airline of the Netherlands, is the oldest airline in the world, still operating under its original name. Once again, what does the name translate into English as? A. The Maastricht Air Service. B. The Commuter Seaplane Service. Or C. The Royal Aviation Company. It's the Aviation uh, uh, Company. The Royal Aviation Company. Is correct. Well done. Conning Kleike Luchtvaart Matschaps. Back over to Frank Tobin on the blue team. As well as sharing borders with three other provinces, the South African province of KwaZulu-Natal touches three other countries. Two of these are Lesotho and Eswatini. Which is the third? Your options are A, Mozambique, B, Botswana, or C, Namibia. Right. 
I don't know this. So, um, give me the three again, John. Sorry, just no problem. Was... Which country does? Uh, which is the third country touched by KwaZulu Natal? Is it A. Mozambique, B. Botswana, or C. Namibia? I will confer, John. Okay. So Dan and Patrick can come in and help them out. Hmm. I think it's sort of southeast or northeast anyway. I think it's probably more likely to be Mozambique than the other two. Yeah, well, if it's in the eastern half, then it's probably yeah. not. Then maybe, yeah. Oh, are we happy with Mozambique then? I guess if we're playing the odds, Mozambique is a bigger country, so it's more likely to uh, to touch it. But, I mean, they're all in the same neck of the woods, so it's hard to be certain. But all right. Patrick, if that's your gut. I'm That'll be the gut that. now, but, yeah. Okay, is it, we're playing Mozambique. Sounds Mozambique. Like... That's correct. Well done. Nice. Well done, Patrick. Yeah, that gets you a point well there. Done. Yeah, they all they're all in the neck of the woods. They all do border South Africa, but and maybe obviously over on the west coast. And uh, Botswana is uh, kind of straight north of Sorry. South Africa. Touches different provinces, not KwaZulu Natal. We're back to David Klein. Your question: Which city <laughs> is the largest in the Central Asian nation of Kazakhstan? It served as capital of the Kazakh Soviet Socialist Republic and later independent Kazakhstan from 1929 to 1997. What is its name? Is it A, Astana, B, Almaty, or C, Karagandy? Hmm. I don't really know. <laughs> um, my feeling is the first one, but um, I think I'll, I'll confer. Okay, it's confirmed. So Bob and Dave, you're in to help. What's Dave, the, the largest city in Kazakhstan? Stan is what came to my mind, Dave. Yeah. yeah the reason it's to do with the, the cycling team is called Astana. Uh, yeah. It's slightly thrown me, but uh, it's the, the only one I knew immediately was... It's yeah, that's the only one I knew. So. so, yeah. Oh. Stan is the name I, of the... I, I know Astana. I know Astana, not from cycling. I'm not saying... I'm not a... a, a but, I wouldn't have yeah, that's been why, across so, that, yeah. so... It would be, yeah. it would be a would, match I, played, I, I, an international football match played there. It would be where I yeah. would know Astana. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, Astana, yeah. Okay, you're going for Astana. Yeah. Astana yeah. uh, that is incorrect, I'm afraid, gentlemen. So that's getting offered over to the Blues. Uh, what is the largest city in Kazakhstan? It served as capital both of the Soviet Republic and then independent Kazakhstan from 1929 to 1997. Remaining options are Almaty and Karagandy. This is Almaty, yeah. isn't it? It's Almaty, yeah. That's yeah, hard that, luck because, of course, Astana has been the capital since 97. But before well, then, no. it was Almaty. It was changed then again, wasn't it? Well, it well the name was changed. It's the same city as Astana was, but yeah, yeah. Almaty is what he's looking for. Yes, it is. That's not the first time I've, I've fallen for that trap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the lads have explained everything there. Almaty is larger than Astana, but Astana did take over as the capital in uh, 1997 and has since been renamed to Nur Sultan final question of the round and this is for Patrick Carthy the Kargil War also known as the Kargil Conflict was an armed conflict between which two countries that took place between May and July of 1999 your options are India and Pakistan B Uganda and Tanzania or C Eritrea and Ethiopia it's spelled K-A-R-G-I-L by the way the three options was what India, Pakistan, Uganda, uh, and Tanzania Uganda, is B, Tanzania. and Eritrea and Ethiopia is C. Okay, not a hundred percent on this now. Uh, let's see, there would have been some sort of conflict still probably going on in Eritrea and Ethiopia at that stage. I can't, I can't say I recognize it for India and Pakistan or okay. Uganda. Are you Tanzania. going on your own, Patrick, or are you going to confer? Do you think? Uh, I'm not seeing a lot of confidence. <laughs> There's a lot of facial recognition going on tonight. Do people try to work out, <laughs> is it worth conferring or not? Yeah, I'll, I'll have a go. Okay, he's going for it. What are we going to get? Eritrea, Ethiopia. He's going for Eritrea and Ethiopia. <laughs> I'm afraid it's not right. So, across we go. Reds, two remaining options for you there. The Kargil War of 1999, was it between India and Pakistan or Uganda and Tanzania? So you've got two countries yes. who are kicking the Jesus out of each other. Yeah. <laughs> and two countries who never show up in the news. Uh, yeah, that's true. Just just the K yeah. um, would make you think of India, Pakistan. Yeah, it also, I mean, 
you, if something happened in Uganda in 1999, it would be better known, I think. But the problem is, is that it could be a double bluff because mm. India and Pakistan are constantly at each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bob, any insights? I'm, um, I'm not very up on Ugandan affairs. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't, um, I don't have anything other than obviously there's two African version, two African options in the question, but. Um, I would go along yours as uh, thought uh, that um, we would know probably a little bit more about a, a war that happened over a month in, in 1999. Yeah. I also have a vague recollection that there was in 1999, um, uh, before the millennium, there was um, uh, significant tensions uh, in, between India and Pakistan. But it's all just... It's all just yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. so, will we go India, Pakistan? I think that's the best option. I think we're, yeah, yeah, yeah just on the... Okay, India, India Pakistan. and Pakistan. That's correct. Karagal hey. <laughs> is a sub-province of Kashmir. And if you knew mm -hmm. that, you would obviously know the answer without any thought. I, of course I knew that. <laughs> All right. To use information like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is the end of round one. Let's go over to Clancy and see how the scores stand after that. Blue team, four points. Red team, four points. So the sides are level on four each. Which means that we will just cycle over. So Blues will get first go on this round. This is round two, our connections round. In this round, I will give the team that's in two pieces of info. If they can tell me what links them to tonight's theme, there and then they get three points. They can request a third piece of info and a fourth piece of info, in which case they will be playing for two and one point respectively. The wrong answer, no matter when, we'll see all four pieces of info given across to the side who could confer and get, maybe get a one point bonus. So Blues, you're up first, and here it is for you. Two pieces of info are the grass in Green Bay and a sporting event that normally takes place in May, but this year was held on September the 5th. Kentucky Derby was moved from May. It's usually a May race. It was there the weekend. I don't know if the grass in Green Bay doesn't mean anything to me. Or me. Could have Kentucky grass, blue grass or something. But... Well, it could just be Kentucky. Kentucky yeah. decay connection, yeah. 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 <clears throat> Uh, yeah, that's very plausible because sporting events, there's not that many sporting events anyway that spring to mind that start with a K. So I think Kentucky yeah. Derby is a great shout for that. Will we risk it and go for the glory? Three points. Okay, what are you playing? Kentucky. Kentucky. Is well done, Patrick. <laughs> You're right in everything you said, including the fact that the grass on... Lambeau Field in the NFL and the Green Bay Packers is Kentucky bluegrass. That's what they actually plant there. It's just a tradition, I believe. The Kentucky Derby was that sporting event that should have took place in May, but it was on September the 5th. Clue three was going to be Frankfurt. And clue four, if you needed it, which you wouldn't have, I'm sure, Colonel Harlan Sanders, <laughs> who is, of course, the man who founded Kentucky Fried Chicken. Okay, three points there for the Blues. Now, Reds, you're in, in double quick time. Your first two pieces of info here are Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace and Pride and Prejudice. Oh, who was involved? <laughs> <laughs> There's a load of Pride and Prejudice. Different versions. Um, I'm trying to go through. I'm trying to think who is who is what. I'm going through. Phantom Menace is Phantom not Menace. one. I watched it once and that was enough. Well, Hayden um, Christensen is the main lead and then you've got you it's won like um Natalie Portman yeah and Ewan McGregor and, and Ewan McGregor Ewan I don't McGregor. think Neeson it's going to be it's going to have a K as well in it doesn't it yeah it's, it's going to be a K because you know Jane Austen George Lucas are not linked <laughs> <laughs> they're not often put together it's true it's true so the guy who played Dark Maul is he I can think of lots and lots of possible connections and none of them make a cake. But um, oh, I can't think of any possible be, connections. It's going to be something dumbass, like it's going to be the director who is someone pretty obscure, or it's going to be. The man who wrote the original Star Wars was Kazan, wasn't it? The original Star Wars was written by George Lucas. Mm. And, uh, and another guy. 
Possibly. But can you tie that to Pride and Prejudice? <laughs> I think they, they brought him back. <laughs> he had a very long it's career. Probably a, it's probably going to be a film version, because if you can tie him to the original writing of the book, that's genius. Can I offer uh, you a third uh, piece of information, Ben? I, I think so. Much as I, much as I hate the fact that they got a really, really easy <laughs> question. Yeah, really easy. Yeah, we need the next clue. Okay, okay. good, right. We've got Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace. We've got Pride and Prejudice. And now, The Imitation Game. Oh. I tell you, Frank Tobin looks very con- content in his chair there. Having a clue. Imitation Game. He's just enjoying that studying. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a director whose name begins with K, and I'm really struggling. Because Imitation Game is Alan Turing. It is Cumberbatch. Ah, uh, it's about touring. It's about oh god, um, I'm going to kick Oh yeah, Knightley. Oh my god, he's the maid of Amadala. All right, oh, yeah. great stuff, Dave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Kieran Knightley. Kieran Knightley. Yeah, and that gets well two done, points. Dave. Well, well done, done Dave. <laughs> So, yeah, we had uh, Star Wars Episode One. She was in that. She was a character called uh, Sabe, who was like a decoy maid of Natalie Portman's Queen Amidala. That's correct. She was in Pride and Prejudice, which uh, she got Oscar nominated for, playing um, Elizabeth Bennet. She was also Oscar nominated for her role in The Imitation Game in 2014. And the final one, if you'd need it there, if you'd gotten to it, was Bender Like like Beckham. Beckham. Yeah, she played a lady, Jules Paxton. Okay, so you got two points there. Well done. Back over we go to the blues. Two pieces of info for you are Adrian Bailon. Bailon, I'll spell it for you in a second. And Scott Disick. So they are B-A-I-L-O-N is the first surname and D-I-S-I-C-K is the second surname. Adrian Bailon and Scott Disick. That name Scott, um, was it Disick? Is that what you said? D-I-S-I-C-K. They're not members of a band, Dan Nettie, like Kraftwerk or something. Like that. It's not Kraftwerk, no, but it, it's awfully familiar. It's mm-hmm. awfully familiar. It is. I think it might well be a band. I just can't think who. So these are obviously the lesser, well-known <laughs> members of the. Mm. Yeah, Kira Knightley's the next one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coming up short on inspiration for this one. Any thoughts, lads, at all? I start going through K bands like <laughs> Kings of Leon, Cassavian. Might, yeah, might get into the other side too many answers or too many ideas for, for feature rounds. Um, John, what was that first name again? Adrian Bailon. B A I L O N. It could be Bailon. I'm not sure quite how it's pronounced. B A I L O N. Adrian spelled like E N or A N or N N E. Adrian. N O Adrian. So a lady. Hmm. No, I don't know, guys. I could be sitting here all day trying to think, trying to remember who Scott Disick is, and I'm not sure it's going to come to me. So I think we might have to go for another clue. Yeah. Okay. We got Adrian Bayon, Scott Disick, and third clue, Tristan Thompson. Well, that was no help whatsoever. <laughs> Do we have even an inkling? Nothing here. It's some sort of a dog, but I can't paint it, is the problem. <laughs> No, that's, yeah, it's kind of annoying because the clues are supposed to kind of get a bit easier, but that one felt like it was even harder. <laughs> Not having a clue who that person is. So, Let's yeah, I don't, think we, I don't think we we can even fashion a guess, can we? So okay. I think we're going to have to get the fourth clue, John. Fourth clue, you'll know this person. And uh, this is probably the lowest brow question I've ever asked. So here we go. It is. Oh, <laughs> God, I think I know what it's Adrian Bailon, yeah. Scott Disick, Tristan yeah. Thompson and Kenya West. Yeah, yeah it's Kardashians. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah, Kardashians. Yeah, they're the spouses of Kardashians. Right, and they featured in a certain TV series that is also keeping up with the Kardashians. Correct. That's right. <laughs> Correct. One point. I need the Thompson one. I should have got that. Uh, <laughs> only because no, anyway. Although, listen, in fairness, there's, there's some things I'm pleased not to know. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, they're all partners or former partners who have featured in at least two, two series of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Adrienne Bayon was the girlfriend of Rob Kardashian. Scott Disick, Courtney, other half for several seasons, I believe. Tristan Thompson's an NBA basketballer and he's connected with Chloe Kardashian. And of course, Kanye is the husband of Kim Kardashian, right? 
Over we go, final question of the round, and this is for Red Team. The guitarist with Slayer from 1981 to 2019, and the Australian media tycoon who revolutionised cricket. Kerry. That's Kerry Parker. That was Kerry Parker, wasn't it? Yeah, it was definitely Kerry Parker. Yeah. No, I'm going to go out on the limb. I'm not a huge thrash metal fan. So whilst I know of Slayer, I wouldn't know who was in Slayer. But the chances are it's likely to be somebody called Kerry. But I'm happy yeah. to take another clue just if we want to be absolutely certain. So the difference is if we take this, I think it's um, um, we're one up. And if we take the next clue, we'll be, um, and it, I'm a right. I mean, if we get any of them wrong, it, it, it thinks we'll, be, um, we'll be equal on scores. I think just because it's highly unlikely to not... It's definitely, definitely Kerry Parker. From, definitely Kerry Parker. We want to take the risk. I'd rather go, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound type thing. I, I have a similar feeling because I'm absolutely certain it's Kerry Parker. So yeah. I have no concern over that. And we're all agreed on that. Yeah. So, so and the, the idea that we're not getting names of the other guy. Yeah, I agree. Okay. But yeah. Dave, yeah, so we go yeah. for it. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. Kerry. You're going with Kerry. And it's correct Whoa, for well three done. points. Well done. Put them <laughs> on. Those all help that we either know, that we're either no cricket or the media in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so the guitarist with Slayer was Kerry King. Kerry Packer, you identified as the uh, late Australian media tycoon. Clues you didn't need. The Atomic Kitten member who won I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Kerry Katona. <laughs> and finally, the county that's lost the most to learn football finals. It's always the way I like to put that in there. I would like to point out, John, they will focus on the fact they've won the most. I know they do, but I like to point out that they've also lost the most to learn football. <laughs> we are in no position to talk. <laughs> All right, let's go check the scores. The end of round two. Blue team eight points. Red team nine points. Okay, so the nine point to eight lead for the Reds, the one point lead. Okay, let's go to round number three. This is our audio round. In this round, teams will each listen to two pieces of music. They get a point for identifying the act and the name of the song. And then there are two subsequent questions worth a point each as well. Wrong answers will be offered across for a one point bonus. Starting with the team that's trailing, which is the Blues. So for Dan, Frank and Patrick, here is your first piece of music. I met her in the club down in Otoho Where you drink champagne and it tastes just like cherry cola C-O-L-A-Cola She walked up to me and she asked me to dance I asked her her name and in a bathroom voice she said All right, blue team. I doubt that's going to hold you up too long. So uh, who's that and what is the name of the song? Lola by the Kinks. That's nods. Yeah, sorry. The bell was a bit slow there for some reason. That's correct. Two subsequent questions. They are this. Uh, what is the surname of the two brothers who founded the Kinks in 1964? Davis or Davies, isn't it? Yeah, Davies. Yeah. That's correct. Ray and Dave. And uh, last question. Lola became the band's second number one here in Ireland in 1970. What is the title of their first, a chart topper in 1966, that shares its name with the Jukebox musical, featuring the music of the Kinks, that premiered in London in 2014? Ooh. Waterloo Sunset. Waterloo Sunset, yeah. Because I, th I, I think, if you hadn't, if you'd only asked me the first part of the question, I might have gone for You Really Got Me or one of those early songs, but I'm fairly sure the musical is called Waterloo Sunset. So, yeah, happy to go with that. Okay, you're going Waterloo Sunset. <laughs> I'm afraid that is not right. So we're going to offer that across to wow. Reds. I, I, I am surprised. I thought it. I thought. Yeah, I, I thought it was. <laughs> I would have sure gone. It was well, you're now playing a game called Name Another. <laughs> uh, where my mind was going, I actually. So let me see. So we've got. Oh, they all know the <laughs> you really got me. <laughs> I seriously doubt it's called the Village Green Preservation Society. Uh, yeah. Dedicated follower of fashion. Fashion. Um, not called come dancing because that's from about the 80s <laughs> uh you got it's hard I, I think you really got me yeah, yeah you really got me it's the yeah. it's, it's it's i can't come up with it because 
genuinely, if we'd been first, I would have gone with Waterloo. Yeah, so. I, definitely, I definitely would have. Well, you got anything? Bob? Sorry, I have absolutely no idea. Okay, not my standpoint. Well, Dave, shall we go with You Really Got Me? I think I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, okay, the best, cool. best known one. That's what we're coming up with. Okay. No, I'm afraid no one, and no one even mentioned the right answer, which is Sunny Afternoon. Ah, yes. Oh, and that, that is the name of the Jukebox musical featuring the music of the Kings. All right. Pretty sharp name for a musical. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're probably seeing it on a rainy By evening. the producer. <laughs> I personally would have attended the Village Green Preservation Society musical if that ever happened. Yeah. I think that's a, it's a concept, I hope. I'm <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, that is... Uh, okay. Fair that, to say that question really got us. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, here, Well, Reds, uh, your, this is your first piece of music now. All right, red team. Well, that's Kajibu. Uh, too shy, isn't it? Yeah, too shy, Kajibu. You're being very shy about saying it. Just come on, enunciate <laughs> too it. Shy. Too shy, too shy. By Kajibu, you said that. Yeah. That's correct. So you have two subsequent questions, and they are thus, or this. In 2018, this song featured in which groundbreaking interactive film, written by Charlie Brooker and directed by David Slade, that was released on the streaming service Netflix as part of the anthology series Black Mirror? What uh, was the name of the bloody movie? <laughs> I stopped watching Black Mirror once it went off Channel 4. Oh, hipster move. It was a water... It was what? A I knew- movie. You got to choose your own ending. Uh, Sorry, can... It, it was... Um, is there a K in the question, no? No, Kajagoo is the K. <laughs> no K in relation to this. Yeah. You've got so all twenty-six the letters of the alphabet to pick from here. <laughs> the plot of this is that uh, he's a he's a he's a he's a, he's a what computer uh, programmer, and he has to program uh, a particular way. And there's been a mysterious oh, yeah. this guy. I'm only saying this so it might uh, jog somebody's memory. Yeah, yeah, you're doing well. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's four or five different ways of doing it, and you can play. You've got you've got to have the device. Have I not seen this? I don't remember hearing anything about this. Oh, I don't know where you were, David. No, it was a, it was well discussed at the time. No, it's fascinating. So, it's the name of, it's the, name of the, the episode, name is it? it? Yes. The name of it is actually um, it's about it's about um, an hour and a half or an hour and twenty minutes long. If you play the thing, I can't leave you too much longer things. now. So please, yeah. But the name of it is the name of the um, computer game. <laughs> Okay. I just obviously helped everybody else there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know Patrick's been smiling since the question was asked, so it's fine. You've just, you've just spoiled the entire film, so I can't watch it. Uh, <laughs> can I get an answer, please? No, I, I'm out, guys. I, I yeah. don't have a clue. Okay. Anyone? I David? No? I can't think of it. No. I can't think of it either. All right. Well, then we're going to go across to Another We Call It a Pass, and we go over to the Blues. Under Snatch, guys. Isn't Under it? Snatch, yeah. Ah, yes. Bandersnatch. It yeah. was indeed Bandersnatch. From, uh, from, 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 from yeah. Lewis Carroll. Yeah. I genuinely... I've heard of it, yeah. Okay. I, I watched it. I absolutely have <laughs> Bob's it. watched it. <laughs> I, knew, I, I knew exactly... I described everything in it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was never going to remember Bandersnatch. Okay. We've got one more question for the Reds on Too Shy by Kajagoogoo. By what stage name did the group's lead singer perform? Well, them all, yeah. Them all. Okay, you don't want the rest of the question. His name, no. his name is, it's the nanogram of his name, Hamill. That wasn't in the question, <laughs> but never mind. You'll never know what yeah, the full question know. was now. <laughs> it's Because you're right, so you're good. Lamal was how his name was. Okay, well done. Point there. All right. I'm just trying to save up time, and we took a lot of time the first time. <laughs> you're, very, the editing, John. you're very good. You're very good. You're very good to me. Thanks so much. All right, uh, back over we go to the blues for their second piece of music. This is it. 
inklings, guys. Nope. Not really. uh, I'm reluctant to even kind of throw out ideas because I don't think we'll, we'll come to come we up with a, a name and an artist, yeah. and we might just give them ideas. So you're going to declare and just uh, <laughs> hand it over. Yeah, I mean, I think we're going to have to just pass it over. Yeah, unfortunately. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Dave, Dave, and uh, Bob. Any answers? Any ideas? Well, oh, they didn't give us any clues. No, Dan was no, no. <laughs> really, really particular about not giving you any clues. Yeah. Okay, so it's Khalees. Uh huh. I've heard the tune, but I don't, I don't know what it's called. I can't remember the exact title of it. It's, it's the lyric. The lyric has "Kiss me once, you don't have kiss me twice." No, is it not "Kiss me twice"? Might trick me once. My, my, my trick me once. I think it's "Trick me once, trick me twice." Yeah, I, I'm not sure. It's definitely Khalees. Trick me twice. Ah, it's I. I, I would the one, the one of hers I don't know the name. I'm not sure of the name of. I know the track. I know I've heard it a hundred times, but actual okay. title is one of those ones. I, I think don't you think can go with. I think, I think John, John, John is John is not so. You know, John doesn't make mistakes like including the title in the busy place. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. He he did ask a question about the Cardassians. He might be losing his touch. <laughs> That's a lifestyle choice that, you know, not, not for all of us. Oh, it's def oh, is it trick me twice? I, know. I, I, would, I would say trick me twice. That seems to really yeah. well. Okay. Can I just have an it's answer, working. please? Yeah, it's, it's, trick it's, it's me twice. Going for it, yeah. It's only a bonus. Lads. I'm going to be generous. Yeah. No, it's always... You're going to be generous. I'm going to always be generous. Always, yeah. It's trick me is what it's called. Oh, by yeah. oh. So you give me more. But I, I've, I've been we, generous. We like might that. have said it twice. <laughs> <laughs> So I uh, have trick me, trick me, trick me. <laughs> <laughs> I have been generous like that previously in the series, so I better maintain consistency there, uh, especially if everyone's been hunted down. So yeah, Kelly's with trick me is the answer there. Okay, back to the blues because we've got two subsequent questions for you. And here they are. This song reached number four in the Irish charts in May 2004. Earlier that year, Kelly's had her only chart topper here. What was the name of that song released in January of that year? It has to be Milkshake, doesn't it? Yeah. Famous song. Correct. Right. Yep. Here's another one now. In August 1999, four months before the release of her own debut album, Kelis made her first appearance on record as the featured vocalist on which single, the biggest solo hit in the career of Wu Tang Clan member Old Dirty Bastard? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, the Wu Tang seem to have come up a lot in this series, and I'm I'm not a particular fan. They just keep arriving somehow. Your browser keeps just bringing you the Wikipedia page. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you have previously read up on the Wu Tang Clan. Would you like to find out more about the Wu Tang Clan? Anyway, oh, you know, it's one of those that I probably had on the background in, on MTV back in the day, and I can kind of picture your man, old dirty bastard, in the video. But I, I could probably hear all night and not even have a theory on what the song was called okay are you again not going to get any clues uh, is this here <laughs> well I'm hoping if we throw out one of the words that John might uh, gift us the, a bell <laughs> well now they did the have team. they did have both words of the title they just gave me a superfluous third some word some extra words which so I if I was to pick up dictionary and start reading out and because there, it was know. after the title I declared a kind oh, of guillotine yeah, okay, after okay. the title of it said mentally mm. now I t- Lads, unless you have some half-formed idea, I don't think I could even okay. hazard a guess. Another pass, so over we go. Bob, Dave, and Dave. Yeah. What's... Bob, you're more of a you're more of a Wu Tang fan. Are <laughs> 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 you going to say no, dirty bird? David, fully if I thought that's where the joke was going as well. I'm just I'm just amused by the fact that if this goes out before nine o'clock tomorrow, the amount of beeps. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't think, I, 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 I actually don't, this may come as a shock, but I don't really know that many old Dirty Bastard songs, so. Uh. <laughs> well, this is his biggest hit, Dave, to be fair. I mean, I'm not asking for an obscure uh, ODB B-side or anything, you know. The this question is, is, what is Dirty Bastard's old big, biggest hit? Yeah, in effect. effectively yeah. it is, Bob, yes. And it's one of those ones where I'm going, I can't think of it now, and then as soon as John gives the answer, I'm going, oh my God. Yeah, okay. So. Yeah. And to know when John gives the answer as well. <laughs> <laughs> anything anything no, no. I have nothing no. I have nothing guys okay we'll call that a pass as well so it was called Got Your Money 
I played... Oh, God, no. Now it's in my head. <laughs> yeah. Now it won't get out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> and for everybody else, I played during the outbreak. That, that, was, that was him and that was her. Him and Ke- that was all the ODB and Kelly's, yeah. Last piece of music of the round is for the red team. So here it is. Bob, Dave, Dave. Guys? I am unmuted. I'm just... No clue. Oh, friends. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's definitely the KLF. Okay. Oh, yes, it is, of course. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. I'm now going to go... Run through the song in my head. Because yeah, going. it's... Um... <laughs> what time is love? Hey, there we go. Well done. Yeah. Correct. What time is love by KLF? Did you get to the ooh ooh bit in your head when you were doing the lyrics, Dave? <laughs> oh God, I started that. I was that was the second line. <laughs> the line All right, make, make you sweat as well. <laughs> We've two questions on that now. Here we go. Number one: Bill Drummond and Jimmy Cauty, the members of the KLF, reached number one in the UK for the first time in 1988 with the novelty single "Doctor in the Tardis." However, they did not release this song under the name KLF. What name did they use? Oh, they used a few. Now, was that... Was it some characters from Doctor Who? Was it like... the Time Lords? Yeah. With a Z. (laughs) (laughs) They genuinely... I mean, they absolutely took the mick because they called themselves about four things on one album. (laughs) I think the Time Lords was uh, Doctor and the Tardis. All right. Are you playing that? Yeah. Yeah. It's correct. Well Well done. done. Very good. Can I ask, did we need to spell it with a Z or would we have gotten it if we just said I actually don't think it had a Z. I think he's he's imagined the Z bit. I think. Time Lords. I, 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 look, I think, I think if we're questioning if it's S or Z, I think we're okay. <laughs> I wasn't questioning. That was Bob. I, I'd say he, he, this is his point of order. I told you there'd be a point Daniel. of order at some point. Favoritism. <laughs> <either. laughs> look at this. Who, 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 who would have thought the man who edits a newspaper might get picky about spelling? Last question. The band's last hit, number four in Ireland and number two in the UK, was a reworking of their own 1987 song, Justified and Ancient. This 1992 version featured vocals performed by which legendary American singer? Tammy Wynette. Glorious Tammy Wynette. Tammy Wynette. That's correct. Well done. Good stuff, guys. And with that, we've reached the end of round three. And it went very well for one team. Here's the scores now. Blue team 12 points, red team 15 points. So it's a three point lead for the Reds as we reach the ad break. We're going to go take that now and we'll be back in about two minutes time. Please do not go away. This is After the Fact here on Clemars Community Radio, our weekly trivia quiz game. After three rounds this week, the red team, which is Bob Cox, Dave Finn and David Klein are on 15 points. Three ahead of the Blues, Dan O'Malley, Frank Tobin and Patrick Carthy. Okay, we moved on now to the round that's going to sort it all out. It's the final round, 20 questions. In this round, team that's in will be asked a question. If they can answer it correctly, they get a point and they also get the next question. This can continue until the most five in a row have been answered correctly, at which point they will have to give control of the game over, but they will get a bonus sixth point for the achievement. A wrong answer We'll see control of the game pass over. The team that is getting control can get a bonus on the one that was missed and we'll then get the next question. Okay, so uh, blue team has said you're trailing and so you're going to get the first question. Are you ready? What name is shared by the American media personality who in March 2019 at age 21 was described as the world's youngest self-made billionaire and the highest selling female Australian singer of all time? Kylie. Kylie. Yeah, Kylie. They are Kylie's. Correct. Okay, next question. Under what title were a series of 35 acts passed in 1366, which, amongst other things, forbade the intermarriage between native Irish and native English, the English fostering or adoption of Irish children, and the use of Irish names and dress? It also banned the game of hurling for a time. What was that called? 
Now, whatever the first word, right? Uh, is it Confederation of Kilkenny or something like that? Or I don't have anything to offer here, so nothing either. And let's hope for a bit of leniency from John. Hint, hint. I'm going to Come prompt. Up. Okay. I mean, I presume Kilkenny is the key word here. So is it like I don't know, Kilkenny Act or Kilkenny Laws or Constitution or something like Constitution. that? Maybe. It. 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 You're not obviously you're in the ballpark, but it's it's a known title. It is a known. Then you'll probably to me it's not. <laughs> <laughs> not of my 13th century history. <laughs> and the other wars, Patrick, you can stick in like a Congress or a. I don't know. The Articles of Kilkenny. Uh, oh my gosh. We're dancing around it, aren't we? Mm-hmm. I'll give you another five seconds. Patrick, you take a punt. Okay. I don't know the Constitution of Kilkenny as well. So I can't give that now. I'm afraid that's not going to get it. So that's going to offer the cross. And Statues. Uh, David Klein is in there. You know. Yes, he's right. Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> it was the Statutes of Kilkenny. Yeah. I, I would have got Kilkenny. I would have got. Sta- I was going for edicts. Yeah. <laughs> I would have got the Statute of Kilkenny. Yeah. Okay, well, it's unfortunate for the Blues, but uh, Reds, you're in, and off you go. The International Treaty, which extends the 1992 United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change and that commits state parties to reduce greenhouse gas emissions, was adopted in which city on the 11th of December 1997? It was Kyoto. Kyoto, yeah. Yes, it was Kyoto, correct. Uh, next one. Which drug, first synthesized in 1962 by Calvin Stevens, induces a trance-like state while providing pain relief, sedation, and memory loss? Included on the World Health Organization's list of essential medicines, it is also used as a recreational drug for its hallucinogenic and disassociative effects. Ketamine. Ketamine, David? Yeah. Correct. I was thinking it's the only drug... I always thought ketamine was a horse tranquilizer. <laughs> You haven't been using it right. <laughs> <laughs> Why horses are blissed out of there. <laughs> You've been hanging around with too many horses, Tim. <laughs> Next question. Why England Slept, 1940, is the first book published by which significant figure of the second half of the 20th century? The same author won a Pulitzer Prize for their next book, 1956's Profiles in Courage. Oh, that's uh, Profiles in Courage by John F. Kennedy. Yeah. Kennedy's what he won the yeah it's Profiles it and Courage I wouldn't have got why he was but Profiles no. and Courage is by Kennedy okay. okay that's correct John well, Kennedy is right and this one's for five in a row so in 1998 the Democratic People's Republic of Korea declared whom to be the eternal president of the republic and I'm going to ask for a full name answer please Democratic what? the Democratic Sorry, People's Democratic People's this is the north, was it? Yeah. I just, for some reason, I literally blanked out and I completely missed the <laughs> country. I assume, I, mean, I assume you said <laughs> it was, or believe me, if it was Korea. It was Korea. Yeah, Korea, yeah. So, so it's not Kim Il, it's not Korea, it's not Little Rocket Boy, it's his dad. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so can we just Kim? Kim can we, it was 1988, Kim, John, yeah? 1998, Bob. 1998. Yeah. yeah. The Democratic People's Republic of Korea declared whom to be the eternal president of the republic? Oh, no. Kim Jong No, 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 no. I, the only caveat I put in here is they have a penchant for giving it to all the Kims, irrespective of whether they're alive or not. Okay. So, How would we even answer that question? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's one, it's not, not Little Rocket Man. No. But it's either daddy or granddaddy. Okay. I need you to pick. First thing we need to do is, 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 is stop calling him Rocket Man. And what is his <laughs> name? <laughs> because that's how you're going to make the mistake here. So, it's no, the John. One, the current one is ill. Is ill or is young? Not young, because he's the young. Is that the right. Kim's son or. So it's either son or ill. Okay. Can I please yeah. push you along to yeah. give me that? Yeah, go okay. on. I'm, Today, I'm going to go with, I would go with the yeah. guy who was in, in position in 98. That's the best answer. Yeah. Okay. 
what is the name you're giving me? I can't remember. I can't remember which one that was because I've got Kim Jong Un. Kim Kim Jong Il. Okay, you're saying Kim Jong Il. Finally. Yeah. Right. That is incorrect. Told you. <laughs> that was a lot of fun, uh, that whole debate. Okay. <laughs> Over we go. Blue team, you're back. At, you, you're in. You got the next question. We might get a bonus here. In 1998, the Democratic People's Republic of Korea declared whom to be eternal president of the Republic? Kim Il sung. Kim Il sung, surely the granddad, yeah. Who had died. Correct. Yes, it didn't stop them that he'd been dead for four years at yeah. that point. Yeah. Uh, Kim Il-sung was declared eternal president of the Republic. That's oh. the thing about eternity, you know. It goes <laughs> beyond <laughs> death. All right, so now you're in, Blue Team, and off we go. Which American company, once the dominant player in its sector, was founded by George Eastman and Henry Strong on September the 4th, 1888? In January 2012, it filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. Who are we talking about? Kodak, lads. It must be Kodak, yeah. That's right. Kodak. Also known, I suppose, as Eastman Kodak after one of its founders. So Kodak is the answer there. Although a spin-off of Dallas, the concept of which television soap opera that aired from December 1979 to May 1993 actually predated the parent series. The success of Dallas allowed series creator David Jacobs to get this second show on air. What was it called? Uh, Not Landing, then. Must be Not Landing, yeah. Not Landing. Well done. With a value at time of airing of... Three US dollars and 26 cent. The dinar is the world's most expensive currency. In which country is it legal tender? I think it's the, going with the K2. There's a couple that it's currency in, but I think Kuwait's the most valuable one. Okay, let's just think about it for a second. Is there anything else it could be? I mean, it sounds Middle Eastern, all right, but there's no other Middle Eastern country that uh, starts with K, is there? There's no chance of Kazakhstan, for example. No, it's uh, what is it? I, I don't think it's that. Um, it could be Riyals or something. Okay. I don't think it's okay. What's right, your answer? Yeah, happy to go with Kuwait. That's your gut. Yeah, Kuwait. Kuwait. Yeah. It's correct. Well done. And the Kuwaiti dinar is the right answer there. Okay, so uh, this is for five in a row for you guys, and the bonus point to go with it. By what name is English YouTuber, rapper, and actor? Olajide Olatunji, better known. As of August 2020, he's received over 30 million subscribers and over 7 billion video views across his channels. He was also involved in a boxing match promoted as the biggest event in uh, internet event in history when he took on American YouTuber Logan Paul in 2018. KSI. KSI gets you two points, Patrick. Nice. Well done. That's correct. Well and uh, glancing at Clancy's scoreboard here, the sides are now level. But over we go. Control has now passed to the red team. Reds. With a population estimated to be between 30 and 45 million, which ethnic group is native to a mountainous region which spans southeastern Turkey, northwestern Iran, northern Iraq, and northern Syria? Kurds. That's Kurds, yeah. Yes. Kurds. That's correct. Kurds it is. Composed by Eve Van Breen to a libretto by Kees Lichlen and Mark Ockrand, the opera You, which premiered in The Hague in September 2010, is the first to be written in which constructed language, first used in 1979. And the title of the opera is The Letter U. I have a feeling that there aren't that many constructed K languages. No. <laughs> and I have a feeling this no. is... Glorious Klingon opera. <laughs> what is it? I think Klingon opera. Klingon, really? Klingon, as in Klingon, as in yeah, Klingon. yeah. Starboard I, I, I agree, Dave. That, that rings a bell with me. So. Okay. I mean, I'm not. Okay. I, mean, I wouldn't say I was a fan of Klingon opera, but the... <laughs> <laughs> are we saying you're saying I think Klingon? Yes. Yeah. Klingon. Klingon. Correct. Yes. Wow. <laughs> wow. I. What's scary is, did you say 79? Uh, 78, yes. wasn't it? 79. Yeah. It, they first used, they actually oh, put Klingon uh, in the Star Trek motion picture as the first actually appearance of any yeah. spoken Klingon. Yeah. That was in 78. <laughs> oh, God. Your next yeah. question. Between 1896 and 1899, an estimated 100,000 prospectors flocked to which region of the Yukon in northwestern Canada following the discovery of gold? Be the Klondike, Klondike, yeah. 
Van Dyke is correct. Which capital city, with a population of 5.2 million people, is located at the confluence of the White Nile and Blue Nile? Is it still a capital city? I wasn't sure if they, again, it's one of those ones. Well, it's Khartoum is the only one that's there in Sudan, but I didn't hmm. know if it was Yeah, I wasn't sure that was capital. But it's the only, it, again, we're back to K's and Khartoum. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's in that area. So, Khartoum. You're saying Khartoum. Say that. And you're correct. Well done. <laughs> yes, Khartoum is still the capital of Sudan. Fair enough. Mm. Okay. Right. Uh, you've reached uh, a potential five in a row, and here it is. What name is shared by a two-time champion of Australia's National Rugby League? the Indian Premier League cricket team captained by Dubliner Owen Morgan and the NHL team which reached the Stanley Cup Finals in 2018, their very first year in operation. I got it from the... I rugby think he's the Kings, is he? Yeah. Oh. Is it Chennai Kings? Or no. Um, sorry, the NRL. I'm trying to think if there's an NRL team called the Kings. NHL, was it not? There's no, an, the first clue. The first clue is a twice winner of Australia's NRL. There's also the Indian Premier League cricket team captained by Dubliner Owen Morgan. And finally, the NHL team, which reached the Stanley Cup Finals in 2018, their very first year in operation. Well, that's Las Vegas. And are they the, if they're the Kings, I'm going with Kings. But I cannot think of who the Kings are in the NRL. No, I'm, I'm thinking Chennai, Chennai Kings. Um, what I'm thinking there is in the NRL, there's the Newcastle Knights. Right. Oh, yeah, that sounds good because I don't think he plays for Chennai. That's that's why that's why I think. But was it the Las Vegas Knights? Not, yeah, so it could be. Kolkata so yeah, nice. Knights, maybe. Knights. Knights. Yeah. Okay. Are you, what are you playing? You're we'll playing. Go with, go with Knights. Knights. Yeah. Go with Knights. That's correct. Yeah. Well, well done. Well done. Well worked out there, guys. No, it's just Kolkata, Kolkata, Kolkata. Yeah. I couldn't think of a rugby league team called the Kings. We're coming from different sports. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the, the teams there were the Newcastle Knights, the Kolkata Knight Riders. And, yeah, all right, yeah. Uh, and the Vegas Golden Knights. I would have genuine, John, I thought genuinely would have said they would have called the Kings. That's why I was thinking <laughs> completely. Cool, lovely. All right. LA Kings are much older. LA Kings, yeah, the Gretzky played for them and they're there a long, ah, long time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, uh, it's going over. Five questions left, six point gap. So you need to clean the board, lads, mm. on the blue team for a tie. Okay? Well, we can't lose, lads. We can't lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so here we go. Before, <laughs> Maidan Nezalevnosti, a.k.a. the Independent Square, the central location for both the Orange Revolution of 2004-05 and the Euromaidan protests of 2013-14, is located in which city? Nothing Kiev. Yeah, because the Orange Revolution was Ukraine, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Kiev. Yeah. Kiev. Correct. Next question. Which two-word name, coined in the 1960s by former King Norodom Shinoyuk, was used for members of the Communist Party of Kampuchea, and by extension the regime through which the CPK ruled Cambodia between 1975 and 1979-1979? Khmer Rouge, that's what the name you associate with Pol Pot and his regime, so mm. must be that, mustn't it? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's correct. Khmer Rouge. Two out of the five done. No pressure. Here we go. Number three. One of the two largest bear species alive today, the other being the polar bear, Ursus arctos middendorfi, is more commonly known by what name after the archipelago in southwest Alaska to which it is native? Well, there's a Kodiak, Kodiak there, isn't maybe. there? Maybe. Is there any other ones? None that I can think of beginning with K. Are you happy to go with that? Because Kodiak is fairly sure that's an archipelago in, in around Alaska Way. Yeah. Okay. Can okay. we go with it? Kodiak? That's correct. Second last question of the set. John Paul II International Airport is located 11 kilometers west of which city, the second largest in its country? That's Krakow, is it? Was it yeah? That's where he was the, the parish priest, yeah. Correct. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, he has to start as a priest, didn't he? Somewhere along the way. I don't know, yeah. Way I'm back. a goalkeeper, whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, here we go. Final question. For five in a row, the gap is currently two points. You need this. Which traditional fermented Slavic and Baltic beverage, commonly made from rye bread, is classified as a non-alcoholic drink by countries such as Ukraine, Russia, Poland, 
and Romania, as the alcohol content from fermentation is typically low in the region of 0.5 to 1%. It may be flavoured with fruits such as strawberries or raisins, or with herbs such as mint. What's it called? I know of one, lads, but I'm not sure if this is the right one. There is something called Kvoss, K-V-O-S-S. But that, did you say there was alcohol in that, John, or not alcohol? It, there's a tiny alcohol. amount of alcohol. It's very, so it's very low, though. It's yeah, classified as non-alcoholic in most countries, even though there is a small amount of alcohol in it. I think, I, I think I know, it's made one. from bread, yeah. It's the right red one, yeah. I think you might be right there, Frank, yeah. But is that not like... Well, the only other thing I can think of is is uh, kombucha or kombucha. No, uh, don't. That's not from that part of the world. But it's, again, it's a fermented, low alcohol drink. Definitely Eastern European as well. So okay, okay. Well, listen, so no, goes no glory. Let's we go for it. Are we at now, sir? No, I don't think so. Kvass. Man, Frank. Two points. Where well, we go. I remember the last time you were on, Frank, you pulled a belter out for the final answer as well to win that I night. Did. So. He's our, he's our Solskjaer. <laughs> that, was the only, that was the only one I got, John. <laughs> okay, oh. let's go over to Clancy and we confirm tonight's final score. Blue team, 25 points. Red team, 25 points. And there it is, a 25-all draw. Well, a great round. Well done, everybody. Wow. Great show. Okay, I'll so that's great match. Well, everyone, well, everyone. Well, done. congrats, guys. Yeah, yeah good, good, game. good game, good game, good game, guys. I don't need to commiserate with anyone tonight. Well done, everybody. We're all winners tonight. <laughs> well done. So that's it for me and from our players tonight. I'll thank them for taking part. I'll thank you at home for listening. If you're listening on a podcast platform of your choice, please feel free to hang around and listen to the podcast extras, which are coming up in the next twenty seconds or so. Anyway, for me and all the players here, good night, and I'll be back next week with another quiz show. Good night for me, good night for everyone, good night. Good night. Podcast Extras. Do we need to get a reserve, John, do you think? I mean, or... well, what do you, I mean, I, I, ideally, like the last time we had a 2v3, it was a hammering, but now you, two August quizzes yourselves, I'm sure, won't suffer One that. Uh... I'm an average quizzer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. How dare you, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know this average quizzer called Patrick Carty. He's always free as well, you know. There are only so many companies in the world that begin with K. So I'm not going to lie. I did look that one up last week. <laughs> um, Dave, you're still a bit quiet. Is there any way you can turn up the vol on your side? Um, I'll give it a best, John. I yeah. can't make any promises. Sure, I'm, sure. I'm just going to hold my mic to my mouth. How does okay. that sound? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fine. That's fine. Cool, cool, cool. Just when you said your answer there, even I struggled to hear it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You even sounded, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, it sounded low to me. Sorry yeah. about that, guys. No problem. We got it. We got it. We got it. Okay. Yes, it is. Uh, I, I did a premature bell, but I'm going to do it again now for effect. It's correct. Yes. Can I ask a question, John? Yes. Why did you randomly pick Uganda and Tanzania? I wanted <laughs> something sort of believable. Uh, so I just picked two African countries. That's all. Um, they never fight. They never fight. <laughs> <laughs> one let's go over to Clancy and see how the scores stand after that oh and I actually accidentally erased him because I pushed the wrong button let's go try again blue team four points let's just give you your three po big points there on the board hang on I put the wrong score in the wrong place there gotta put that over there give it one point over here excuse me okay let's unmute Genuinely one of my favorite tunes there. And the blues can tell me who it is and what it's called. Nope. I hope you won't be horribly offended, John. I, <laughs> no, I have heard it, but... You mean we've exceeded Dan's entertainment knowledge? I'm I'm amazed. Okay. Anyone else? Dave, Dave, and uh, Bob? Any answers? Yeah, Dave, you're on mute. Dave, you're muted. Do the same. The other, the other day. <laughs> right, you're back okay. now, Dave. Okay. <laughs> who who, who thought who'd have thought the man who edits a newspaper might get picky about spelling? Well, I don't know if you read his newspaper. Ooh. Oh, that's the thing. <laughs> right. One more question. 
Sorry, Bob. Didn't mean that. Didn't mean that really. That was just crystal. Presumably, that's going to be edited out, right? <laughs> or else it'll be a legal letter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I did promise I'd to discuss tactics for I, the last round, lads. <laughs> I'm going to dig out uh, got, your, right. got Your Money by ODB. I'm going to get it out here on oh, the yeah. head. For those who can't remember it, it's the last tune. Well, watching England, have you seen Kieran Trippier's eye? What happened to him? He's out on, he's, he's out on the pitch with one of the biggest black eyes I've ever seen a football player with. <laughs> I don't know. Did you invite? Was he part of that? Oh, he's saying the wrong person. This hotel room. Here, I found it. Here it is. Here it is. Hang on. Oh, baby. Oh, I know. As soon as you give us the idea, I'm going to dedicate to all the pretty girls. Pretty girls. Pretty girls. Pretty girls. All the pretty girls in the world. The world. And other girls, too. And trust me, you're pretty anyway, baby. You give me your number. I'll call you up. Emery, suitably jogged. Thanks, John. No problem, man. No problem. Please bleep that. But bleep all the words that aren't swear words. Don't worry, no, that that's that's in that's not getting aired, obviously. That's this is the ad break, remember. If they only knew. If they only knew <laughs> what they were missing. The outrage that would happen. <laughs> People at Claremorris and the surrounding areas are pretty they're pretty open minded. This is after the fact here on Claremorris Community Radio, our weekly trivia Twivia. Our week now I've ruled our weekly trivia quiz game. After three rounds and uh, around Alaska way for that peninsula. Yeah, it's like <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I get what you were saying there, Dave, before I muted you. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, whatever though. You now have another highest score of not winning. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to say anything, but like, I mean, uh, yeah, I, okay. If you want to chuck me overboard, I can understand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just connected here. Like, yeah. <laughs> I scored 25. I was going, 25? Yeah, I'm lousy at defending. 